Blog Talk Radio.
received this communication from the rogue nation and eternal militia. It is an open letter to the new world order. You have had control for so many years, played your war games, making money off both sides of the wars, robbing the common citizens of this nation every way we turn, our gas, our food, our utilities, our toys, etc. But the internet has turned out to be your own worst enemy. We know you now. Patriots like myself have researched and found out who you are, where you work, where you eat, where you live, where you play. We watch you every day. We are the guy sitting in the car across the street. We are that new guy who just joined your church or came to work for one of your companies. We live for the day when you will be dealt the same level of evil and cruelty you have been dealing all of humanity. You may know everything about us too, but we don't care. I pray that you try to round me up for one of your FEMA death camps, for you would rather tickle a tiger's ass and set a phone booth than try to take me alive. We fear you not. We may wait on you to make your first move to try to take our liberties, or we may go ahead and strike first and remove you from the face of the earth. All your money and power will not protect you from our vengeance, which we will have very, very soon. You forget there is strength in numbers. You forget there are still American patriots by the millions who will never submit to you or be your slaves. You forget about the 200 million firearms on the streets of America. All you New World Order thugs combined, Blackwater, the brainwashed military, the thug jackbooted cops, FEMA stormtroopers, United Nations peacekeepers, cannot even come close to defeating us. You will make your last and stupid mistake when you declare martial law and try to round us up. But we will fight to the death and take you with us. You should never sleep easy, for you never know when you may wake up in the middle of the night with a Colombian necktie and us standing over you, laughing while you take your last breath and when we the people take this nation back from your evil grip. We will hunt you to the ends of the earth and shoot you down like mangy dogs. Sweet dreams, motherfuckers. Excommunication came in from a sniper. I suggest you think about what the fuck you're doing to our goddamn country. Now, a message from the Sons of Liberty concerning the New World Order. You're fucked. I think at one time or another we've all questioned as to whether all that we see and, and are experiencing in our world has some sort of a rational plan behind it because we understand now that both the Republican and the Democratic Party in our country are basically run by the same people the same money finances both sides we now know of course through the work of many historians who have spent their life working on research to show us that both sides of world conflicts have always been financed by the same people and as I've said before, there seems to be a, a method to the madness going on in the world. We know, of course, that we cannot depend on our leaders. Our leaders are misleaders. There is a science that they're following. They have their own agenda, and it doesn't include you. What your government pays for, it gets. If you are paid to do something for the government, they will extract from you exactly what they have paid for. When we understand that, then we look at universities and schools 
government-financed institutions of education and see the kind of students and the kind of education that's being turned out by these government-financed schools, logic will tell you that if what is being turned out in those schools was not in accord with what the state and the federal government wanted, then it would change it. The bottom line is that the government is getting what they have ordered. They're getting what they have paid for. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. That is why our country and our world has become so proliferated with entertainments, mass media, game shows, television shows, amusement parks, drugs, alcohol, and every kind of entertainment to keep the human mind entertained so that you don't get in the way of important people by doing too much thinking. You had better wake up and understand that there are people who are guiding your life and you don't even know it. And all American citizens, I think, have suspected something like this is going on. But we're all too busy trying to stay alive and live our lives. And after all, what can one person do about it? This is the most powerful government the world has ever known. They have, a, they have the ability to get a hold on Adolf Hitler. Fifty years ago, he had a standing army, the greatest navy, air force, military, secret underworld organizations operating throughout the world. But this government got a hold on Adolf Hitler because it chose to and it wanted to. And if you do not pay your income taxes, they will find you if you go to the Amazon jungle and they will make an example of you. They will find you and they will deal with you and you know it. But for some reason they're unable to get a handle on drugs and the crime in the streets for some reason. All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson, podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today. Ah, yes. Well, can we understand late night show here tonight? You know, just one of those things that you just want to talk and think out loud and say hello to everyone in the download afterwards. Uh, it's good because I don't get that too many live callers here, really, you know, uh, when I do a late night show like this. So I kind of like that in a way. Kind of lets me get to do whatever I want to do here and not uh, have to listen to other people. I mean, sometimes when you want them to call in, they don't. When they do call in, you don't want them to call in. I don't know. You can't win. But anyway, um, my militia, they sent me a, how to re- redo my password. Why do they want me to redo my password? Oh, well. Well, the mark of the beast, the beast system. What's going on with this here now? What's going on? Well, you know, I want to give out footage out there, too, maybe. Uh, some fun facts, maybe. I don't know. What's the uh, largest Indian reservation out there? Does anybody know? I'm just curious. Does anybody know that answer? The largest Indian reservation. Um, I wonder what that one is, actually. Let's see here. Wait, wait, I got had that one. The largest. What's the biggest Indian reservation? Uh, the biggest Indian reservation in the United States is uh, the Navajo, Navajo Indian Reservation. It's uh, it's got twenty four thousand four hundred twenty five square miles. 
You know, it's, it's, uh, so the, that area was designated after the um, after the signing of the 1868 Navajo Treaty with the U.S. government. I don't recommend anybody visit any Indian reservations. Uh, I don't recommend you go there, you know, and whatnot. But you got the, you got the, the ten largest ones here. You know, they're in uh, Arizona, New Mexico, Utah. That covers the whole large area, obviously. Then you got a second one um, in Utah. And you got another one in Arizona there. South Dakota, Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, Montana, and Arizona. You know, uh, I, I would, uh, I would, I wouldn't go in, go there. I wouldn't be visiting one. Uh, I mean, just look at their reviews. I mean, uh, you know, they, they have no economy. These Indian reservations, they, they just basically are slums. I mean, they're living in teepees. Some of them even. Uh, they have no economy. They can't produce anything. They're all alcoholics. I mean, if my people were Indians and Native Americans, if I was a Native American, I would be, I, I would be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Rise up, fight back. You know, what a defeated people. Is that what the white people are going to turn into? Eventually, I mean. Just, uh, I mean, I mean, I would hate to this believe that you know, for my children or grandchildren or great grandchildren one day, that America will be overwhelmed by Chinese UN troops. You know, I mean, or and we, America won't be here anymore. You know, I mean, but you ever think about that? One day in the future, if this podcast is ever saved, ever saved, know that there was somebody out there talking about that. It was on September 7th, 2021. Well, we got problems here. The beast system. The beast system swallows freedom worldwide. You know, um, the social credit score that has been tested under the auspice of the New World Order's communist technocracy is the next step in the mark of the beast rollout for the Western civilization. That's what they say. After annihilating our First Amendment rights, Silicon Valley has set its sights on you, our Fourth Amendment rights, as Apple kicks open the back door to our papers and effects while its protection under Section 230 has long since lost its validity. Yeah. Pregnant woman stranded in Afghanistan, soldiers detained. President and, is- President and Israel, uh, the... Uh, they're planning a fourth COVID uh, vaccine. And you get them. You go get them. Yeah. New York City restaurant refuses to comply with COVID passport mandates. Listen to this, folks. They have man- mandates out there, huh? Let's listen to this market of beast thing first, and then we'll go to that one. That's a good one. I want to see people standing up for tyranny. That's not going to make much of a difference, but let's see, try it out. Here, let's do let's this one. <laughs> They're constantly monitored by facial recognition cameras that are able to instantly put a face to a name. Now the Chinese are also ranked, given a mark out of a possible 950 points. A score in the 700s is considered good. Around the 500 mark, it's not. It forces us to be well-behaved. And then there's Joe Aini. 
She's an information collector, a paid enforcer who walks around and writes down deeds about her neighbors. Like the man who carried a drunk person home. Things like this are good deeds, she said. But the farmer overheard swearing and being rude. Yeah, bad deeds. Her quota is 10 a month. In countries such as India, there's little choice. People there must download a state-backed tracing app if they want to travel. From January, every citizen of England and Wales will have a new social credit score. Government and private companies may use your social credit score to make decisions about you. Search for your name online and a top hit may lead you to this page, mylife.com, a site that says it gathers data from public sources to create biographical reports. It may include everything from your address to criminal history. That data then used to generate a reputation score. A bad reputation can hurt you personally and professionally. Australians forced to submit 100 points of identification like their driver's license or passport when using social media accounts like Facebook and Twitter. Now, police would have access to those social media accounts. And it's all part of a crackdown on online abuse. Now, users could be liable for defamation suits or even criminal prosecution. It's all part of a plan hoping to deter people from engaging in bad behaviour. Now, the recommendations were handed down by a federal parliamentary inquiry. And that if you're bad, they're just going to ban you from the internet. And that's the holy grail of control. And it also says the police will have access to everyone's stuff without a warrant, live time, and that they'll be able to, quote, impersonate you, to, quote, infiltrate anti-vax groups and disrupt them. It's not going to be safe for people who are not vaccinated to be roaming around the place spreading the virus that's what they'll be that's what they'll be doing so there's every reason every reason uh, to get vaccinated australia could force citizens to report their location on demand via government tracking app home quarantine trial that's the app to be launched in south australia premier stephen marshall announces first they lock you up in little prison cells they go oh you'll carry your phone now now you're allowed to go home but we got to track you like an ankle bracelet israel's done this too and then it's oh everybody gets it see yeah. It's just that the cops come around and tell this woman I'll stand over here as well. Because there was about five seconds in between her taking a, cup of, a sip of a cup of tea and she took her face mask down. Cops came around literally on the dot and just pulled her up for her. And she said, well, I'm drinking my tea. And they said, well, not right now. You're not putting your face mask on. Canada's most populous province announces the same thing, basically. Uh, ankle bracelets. It's called Immuniband, a first-of-its-kind wearable piece of vaccine identification. It's nothing extravagant, but it's valuable for sure. It's a wristband that has a QR code on the back that links to your vaccination card. So there's an ability to access the initial documentation. Italian Diocese announces vaccine passports needed to go to church. Honolulu announces the same thing. Hawaii announces the same thing. Apple's merged with it to carry it out. Google and Apple are the same company behind the scenes. They're all run by the NSA, CIA, and globalist banks, Rothschild, Rockefeller Money. They are competing only on the surface to be the world ID. They made an agreement a year and a half ago, secretly, but it leaked, to have a secret app embedded on all phones that they jointly control together. 
two URLs that I hope you'll write down, I hope you'll save, and I hope you'll visit. One is swanbitcoin.com forward slash Alice, where you get 10 free dollars of Bitcoin. They are the highest rated service for folks that want to be above board when they invest in Bitcoin. swanbitcoin.com forward slash Alex. And then, for you great listeners and viewers that want to support the InfoWar and this critical fight, InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. You can donate Bitcoin there and a whole bunch of other cryptocurrencies as well, and then we will use it in the fight against the global. So, InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. If you want to support the InfoWar and want to take us to the next level, your support is critical. The globalists aren't going to back down until we defeat them, and InfoWars is the tip of the spear. InfoWars.com forward slash crypto or swanbitcoin.com forward slash Alex to get involved. Thank you and God bless. In these insane times, I wouldn't mess around. I wouldn't screw around with your health and your immune system. I would do everything you can to boost your body's natural defenses and at the same time support those that are fighting the globe. Yep. All right. Well, let's look at this one right here down here. This uh, must-see interview. New York restaurant, New York City restaurant refuses to comply with COVID passport mandates. Take a look at this one. No, New York, the reason why this is happening in New York is because this is the biggest city on the planet. If it takes hold here, it will take hold everywhere. So I think uh, that the reason why there's such a big push for this to happen on the West Coast in L.A. and the East Coast, New York City, is because once it happens here, they will make sure that they will push it to the center of the country. You know, this is not a fight for me. I mean, I'm very uncomfortable to even have a give send go or, you know, a Zell that's up there on, on Instagram for people to donate to. They have to understand that I'm not fighting for me. I'm fighting for them. I'm fighting for their children. I'm fighting for the United States of America. I'm fighting to make sure that we keep our country. You need to defend your civilization against the onslaught of this cancer of progressivism, liberalism, and globalist brainwashing. This is a life or death situation. No messing around. The prescription is two doses of InfoWars taken daily. Okay, what has been the reaction to this uh, from your customers, from the, the local government? I mean, uh, you know, what's, what's been, what feedback have you gotten now that you've put up this sign and stood up against this, these vaccine mandates? So initially the sign um, in my mind was going up to have other businesses, restaurants. I have a restaurant that's directly next door to me. I have a gym that's across the street from me. I have a uh, restaurant to the left of me. I really thought um, that I was going to be empowering other stores to be like, okay, let's stand up against this. And um, that did not happen. But the reach out and the support from people from everywhere, all sides of the aisle, it's been it's been insanity, honestly. It's insane how many people have just reached out saying, you know, I've been vaccinated, but I agree with you. Um, I've had people say, I'm not vaccinated because I can't, and thank God for you. Um, you know, it's just it, the support is overwhelming. Um, it's scary because I never believed that a little sign, I mean, I know it's a big sign, but a sign would do this and unite people. Right. Right, I guess it's uniting people uh, on both sides, right? Have you had any trouble with the local government? Uh, have they tried to force you to take the sign down or anything, or are they just waiting for that September 13th deadline where they'll start issuing, you know, thousands of dollars in fines? Right, so um, nobody's asked me to take it down. Very little negative support. We've, I mean, negative comments, I should say. No, you know, city agency has actually approached us yet other than, um, I 
guess, health department officials that have, you know, said that we needed to have signage, and other than somebody from the health department actually harassing one of my customers who's sitting outside, um, stating that, you know, on September 13th, you'll have to dine outdoors if you're not vaccinated, which doesn't make sense because he was actually sitting outside. Right. But there has been no pushback so far. Um, I know that the mayor has my attention because somebody in his press pool asked him a question um, regarding my stance that is discriminatory, and he basically said that anybody could, you know, take a cannoli to take out. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, they Great. can they can take out. They'll just destroy your business slightly slower that way. It's it, it's really wild. And of course. Uh, you know, this quote from uh, New York Post, I'd love for you to expand on it. You say, for me, it's not political. Most of my customers are vaccinated. It's about civil liberties and freedoms. Now we have to be in a society where people can't roam freely and enter my place of business if they, if they want to. How is that okay in the United States of America? This isn't really about politics or even the vaccine, really, is it? It's about the imposition of the government on your place of business, deciding who you can and cannot serve based on a personal medical decision they make. This is beyond overreach. It's something we never expected to see here in America, but now it's here. The amazing thing is people going along with it. But just help me understand, uh, you know, what exactly your mindset is in doing this and, and why you think uh, this is so important to stand up for civil liberties in this time? Uh, well, I mean, it, it, it's amazing to me that some people have not gotten the message. It, it is against our civil liberties. We don't have freedoms anymore. If we have to now start discriminating people based on a vaccine, uh, I mean, what's left? I, I can't understand how people do not see that this goes against every constitutional right that was given to us by God, okay? We, we are now not a lot allowed to enter a place if we haven't been vaccinated. I mean, we're creating another class of people. We're essentially telling the unvaccinated that they don't belong in society. We're telling the unvaccinated that they're lepers. We're telling the unvaccinated that they don't belong. I, look at what Australia, look what the Prime Minister of Australia said today, that, right. you know, the, the unvaccinated can't enjoy freedoms that the vaccinated can. I mean, yes, of course it's a tax on our civil liberties. If people can't see that this is greater than just being able to walk into a gym or a restaurant, I mean, there's, there's a real problem with this. Unfortunately, I, I think people have been so blinded to the fact that, you know, we're, we're doing this under the guise of public health, but no, we're really not. I mean, I'm sure that everybody wants us to be safe. I, I get that. But now we're going to be taking away the basic right to enter a restaurant, and if you're not vaccinated, you can't sit down? Who is Mayor de Blasio to tell us this? A tyrant. That's exactly who he is. And, uh, you know, what, what strikes me when you say that basically you wanted other restaurants to sort of see your example and, and understand that this was something that they can stand up against and fight back against. They don't have to just roll over and start actually being the, you know, Stasi agents that ask, you know, for papers and uh, and vaccine records like that's what they're forcing you you into right they're saying now you have to check your customers papers um on our because we t we say that you have to uh, it, it's really outrageous i wonder if the restaurants next to you that you mentioned that uh, refuse to do this i wonder if they're chains or if they're independently owned because obviously rocco's is independently owned and to me this goes into the whole great reset sort of thing where so many independent businesses have failed over the last year and a half while mcdonald's and taco bell and starbucks have skyrocketed uh, their profits and of course if one of them wants to pull up one of these signs there's no way they're getting permission from uh, the offices you know <laughs> the international offices to do that so it's the fact that you're in that allows you to do this i wonder if uh 
if you've taken that into consideration and, and th thought about that in terms of other restaurants wanting to do this but not being able to because of the corporate structure? Well, no, they're independently owned. Here's the thing. I mean, Bill de Blasio is probably the most unliked man in the city. Right. I don't know anybody, even if they voted for him, who actually likes him. So we have one man telling restaurants what they can and cannot do. And these restaurants are so fearful for their licenses. For I, I understand that. But where is the fear coming from? Uh, they have to look past this. It's not about business anymore. Pretty soon it's, go it's going to affect them in a different way. Maybe, you know, they won't be able to, to get on a plane. Maybe they won't be able to get on a bus. Maybe, you know, they're, they're not going to be able to walk across the street if they're not vaccinated. They won't be able to have a bank account, hold a mortgage. I mean, it's so much greater, and I don't understand why we as a people aren't more united against this. We as a people aren't, uh, businesses aren't more united against this. I mean, no, they are independent. They're just scared. I don't know what they're scared of exactly. I mean, if enough people stood up and said, we don't want this, clearly, I feel the support that nobody wants this. Right. Uh, they, they clearly have it too, but it's just, it's that fear factor, and I don't know how to tell them, please, you know, we, we need to do this together. I, I just don't understand how they don't see it. I know. It really is troubling that uh, people think if, well, if we just go along with this, then it'll stop. I mean, it's like they don't understand. If you give them everything they want, they just want more and more and more. So you have to put your foot down at some point. It's so much easier to put it down now and say, no, this is ridiculous. We're, we're going to stop this right now. Then let it continue, right? Because it's not going to stop, as you mentioned, with this. It's not going to stop. It's, I mean, I, I've said this many times before. I mean, so in this, in this executive order, the mayor is stating that any gym owner, restaurant owner, bar owner has to be vaccinated. We have to be vaccinated in order to work in our own establishment. You know, for people that do not know, a small business like ours, me, my husband, my sister-in-law, we are Rocco's. Without us, the business ceases to exist. So how does the mayor have the authority to then take that right away from me? I'm not employed by the city of New York. I don't receive a pension from the city of New York. No, you're, you're, you're not a citizen anymore. You're a subject. we got to go to commercial break. We'll be right back with more on the other side. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to American Journal. My guest today is Mary Josephine Generoso, manager of Rocco's Restaurant. Made waves uh, this uh, <laughs> during this pandemic by not discriminating. A very, uh, very controversial position to take to not discriminate against people. Of course, uh, the people they are not discriminating against are the unvaccinated. You can support Rocco's by going to givesendgo.com slash Rocco's, R-O-C-C-O-S. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram at Rocco's Pastry, and the website is Rocco's.nyc. And uh, this sign is, uh, is actually huge, and you can see it with the pictures of the front of this restaurant. It's this massive sign saying, we do not discriminate. And uh, you're actually giving this sign out to other restaurants that want to uh, undertake this same uh, active resistance as you are. Is that right? Yes, we are. So if anybody wants a sign, we can help them with that. I mean, we can give them the, the PDF or they, we can have a sign made for them. Um, you know, there, there, there have been a lot of restaurants as of late that are, you know, contacting us. So I think that the message is getting out there. And um, we've, we feel that a lot of phone calls from so many different restaurants that are scared. But, you know, some of them have gone ahead and taken the plunge and, Thank God, um, because if it weren't for them, uh, it, this would be a really difficult fight right now. Yeah, well, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Um, anyway, but 
if I had to guess, I would say that you were probably going to experience a massive influx of uh, grateful patrons who are, want to come and support you just for the sheer fact that you're standing up against this clear violation of civil liberties. If I mean, even that seems too tepid. I mean, this is a, a violation of human rights, really, at its, at its basis, isn't it? It is a violation of human rights. I mean, since when are, are we? Since when are we making people who cannot receive a vaccine do not want to receive a vaccine? Maybe aren't quite on board with the vaccine. How are we making them outcast of society? How do they not have a basic human right? to enter a place to sit down, to have a cup of coffee? How do they not have the basic human right to be able to, to be with their family? What if there's a, a party of six people and one of them isn't vaccinated for whatever religious belief they have, whatever medical reason they have, whatever, you know, whatever reason they have that's between God, their family, and their doctor themselves? We are now going to tell that person you don't belong? I mean, I've been taught since I was a little girl that to be inclusive, to accept people, to, to not look at their colors, and not look at their religion, to, to embrace people. And now we're telling people, no, you cannot enter if you're not vaccinated. I can't, I can't do that. I, it doesn't feel right to me. It doesn't feel natural to me. And things that don't feel right and natural, I cannot participate in. Right, and it can be as simple as that. It's almost like, like I'm not even going to give you a, a, a reason or an argumentation. The fact is this is weird and wrong, and our answer is no, and, and that's that. You can try to justify this all you want. The fact is that it's a, it's a blatant violation. It's a blatant encroachment on private business, on private medical decisions. It's wrong on so many different levels. What is it uh, – New York City is such a unique place in the world and in America, uh, and it, it has this dichotomy of people like yourself who are just, just won't take any crap and then will just stand up for what you know is right, and you know, you, you'll, you'll take on the blows and just shoulder through it because – New Yorkers are, are famous for being able to do that. At the same time, New York and, and places like L.A. seem to be the epicenter where they're really trying to push so hard to get these types of uh, mandates in place. Where do you think New York City falls as a whole on this? Are, are, are just, you know, New York City just is fascinating to me. I'm wondering if you can uh, give me any insight as to how that informs what you do or how, you, or how that informs the reaction from the, from the populace. Right. So, you know, I, I was a little scared. I was a little scared to put that sign up. Now, I'm in South Brooklyn. Our second location is in South Brooklyn. It might be a little bit more favorable to that sign. Um, but do you know, you know what? It's, it's also favorable in Manhattan. We have it up on our Bleecker Street location. Um, business has not trickled off. In fact, it's actually gone up. We've had, you know, some naysayers who are like, oh, you, you're making my elderly parents unsafe or you're killing people or, you know, uh, while you're fighting for your freedoms, I'm actually fighting for my actual life. I mean, we do get that from time to time. But you know what? Most people get it. Most people understand that this is not the American way. You know, New York, the reason why this is happening in New York is because this is the biggest city on the planet. If it takes hold here, it will take hold everywhere. So I think uh, that the reason why there's such a big push for this to happen on the West Coast in L.A. and the East Coast, New York City, is because once it happens here, they will make sure that they will push it to the center of the country. So, you know, there's a lot at stake here. We have to make sure that this mandate is stopped. We have to make sure that, that people understand that vaccine um, mandates and vaccine passports are not the way of the United States. States. You know, but look at what they're doing in, in France. Look at how they're opposing this in France, in Italy, in Germany. That resistance should be here. I don't understand why there isn't, you know, we're talking about New York tough. We went through such a hard, hard time in New York. We've come through, through so much to get 
get to this place, now to be boggled down, to be slapped back down, to, to spit in the, in the face of the Constitution, to take away our civil liberties, to, to start discriminating against people, to segregate against them. We've created now two classes of people, the vaccinated and unvaccinated. Uh, the, the mayor has actually been able to create a new class. And you know what? We have to fight for the unvaccinated people. For whatever reason they are, are unvaccinated, I myself have herd immunity. There's nothing spoken to herd immunity, to, to natural immunity. Nothing said about that. I have antibodies. I'm not going to be vaccinated. Does that mean that I'm spreading disease? Actually, according to three different studies, I'm not spreading disease. I actually have better immunity than most people that are vaccinated. So there's no room for me in this mandate. We have to stop this. And I pray that the businesses, people hear the message. We come together and we push against this mandate. And I think even just uh, from a from a profit perspective, I think you'll get a lot more business. I mean, it just it it makes no sense what they're doing. Business at all. is tripled. But, but that's not the reason why I'm doing this. No, I mean, it's not, it's not about a dollar sign. It's about saving our Constitution. It's about saving our country. It's about saving our city. It's about having the basic human rights that God gave us. We, we cannot have a tyrant, like you said, decide for me how I work, where I work, work you know, who, who I'm, allow, I'm allowed to accept as a customer. I mean, that, that's just not the American way. And you know what? Bill de Blasio is not king. Bill de Blasio is just, you know, a mayor who hopefully come, you know, soon we'll be rid of him, and I hope the next mayor that comes in is on our side and understands that we have to look at people. We have to look at people, and we have to respect the Constitution. We absolutely do. Man, you are a very powerful voice against this, and I so appreciate you coming on and speaking your mind because you, you said some really powerful stuff here today. And I hope that our audience supports you by going to givesendgo.com slash Rocco's uh, or go to your, your Instagram, Rocco's Pastry, or the website, Rocco's.nyc, uh, and people can reach out to you there and support you there. Is there any, anything else people can do for you? Because, uh, you know, we, we need people like you, and so whatever we can do to support you, I'm, I'm all in favor of it. Anything else uh, they can do to support Rocco's? I just need the audience to know that this is not a fight for me. I mean, I'm very uncomfortable to even have a good Senzo or, you know, a Zell that's up there on, on Instagram for people to donate to. They have to understand that I'm not fighting for me. I'm fighting for them. I'm fighting for their children. I'm fighting for the United States of America. I'm fighting to make sure that we keep our country. This is not, this is not for me, per se, and able for me to, to do business or to keep my business afloat. This is, at this point, it has empowered me and emboldened me to make sure that I'm fighting for everybody out there. I'm fighting for our kids, and I want for, for everybody to have the country that I grew up in. I do not want it to be the USSR. I don't want a communist country. I don't want to turn into Venezuela or Argentina, and I certainly don't want what's happening in Australia to happen here in the United States. Wow, incredibly powerful. Let me be the first to say Mary Josephine Generoso for mayor of New York City. I think you could do it. I think you've got the chops. I think you could be... Yeah, but it won't change nothing. That's the problem. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, coming your way to beast system. You know, it's it's a messed up system. But uh, uh, you know, I, I like that uh, they they continue to fighting. You know, continue fighting, continue doing what they're uh, what they're doing. Uh, Taliban claims total control over Afghanistan five hours ago. Total total control. U.S. officials today confirmed the first reported land rescue of Americans from Afghanistan. Until now, we've only heard of Americans and Afghan allies escaping by plane. The rescue comes amid claims from the Taliban that it has made one final land grab, seizing total control of the country. Here's CBS's Charlie Daggett. 
Taliban fighters raised their flag in the Panjshir Valley today, a declaration of victory over the last region to fall under Taliban control. The last hideout of the enemy has been captured, a triumphant Taliban spokesman told a news conference. The war is over. But the mass exodus continues, and among the tens of thousands desperate to flee overland, State Department officials tell CBS News an American family of four got across today, and the Taliban did not stand in their way. But dozens more Americans remain stranded here. Satellite images of the Mazar-e-Sharif airport north of Kabul show six commercial aircraft on the tarmac amid accusations they've been grounded by the Taliban. The Taliban is holding them hostage for demands right now. They, we have, the state has cleared uh, these flights, and the Taliban will not let them leave the airport. The Taliban deny the claims. Marina Legree is the founder of Ascend Athletics, a group helping Afghan women and girls trying to get out. I told a whole bunch of teenage girls that are under my, my purview to come. So we've got teenage girls traveling away from their families in this unsafe condition, and it's gone on for too long. Amid the emerging crisis, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken arrived in Doha today for high-level talks with the Qatari government. This country has played a vital role in the evacuation of tens of thousands of people from Afghanistan, helping to find a new home for those too terrified to risk staying behind. The Secretary of State's visit to Doha is seen as a thank you to the Qataris and personally to the Emir. This country has emerged as a key player in the region for assisting in that massive airlift and serving as a diplomatic bridge between America and the Taliban. Jamie? Yeah, well, the tens of thousands or whatever, well, don't come over here, okay? Just stay over there, all right? Go to go to Israel or go to Iran or something, you know, or go to uh, Palestine. I don't care where the hell you go. Just don't come over here. We don't want them over here. We don't need them over here. We've got our own problems. We don't want them. You know, sad story. I get it, you know. But that's it. Listen, man, you know, all that crap they're coming over here, I... I wonder how many have relocated over here already. I'm telling you right now, if I see my local gas station down here, if a guy shows up with a towel on his head and, he, and, and he's from Afghanistan, I'm going to be pissed, you know? Right now, the guy who owns the local gas station down here is about, uh, well, he's about, about his way out. He's about 90-something years old, but he's an old white guy. He's been here, and his father owned it. His father owned it before then, probably, you know, before they even had gas. I don't know. Probably had uh, horsemen who were there. I don't know what the hell. But I'll tell you what. That's all been a white-owned gas station there on the corner over here on 158. It's a little tiny country store. And, you know, I, 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 if I see a freaking towel head on that place, that's it. Then the neighborhood's gone to hell in a handbasket. You know, simple as that. I mean, and that just sounds racist. I don't care if it sounds racist or not. I don't care. Bottom line is, that that's, listen, man, that's the way we want it. We like it, things around here in the country to stay exactly the way they are. I was reading up earlier. There's only 108 dairy farms left in the state of Connecticut. Only 108. 108 dairy farms. That ain't nothing. That's nothing. You know? It's insane. It's insane, man. Oh, wow. I didn't even check to see the phone board to see who the hell's called in here tonight yet. I don't even check that yet. I've just been sitting back listening to this this crap here. But, uh, you know, and we talked about earlier there are Indian reservations there. Boy, that's a large Indian reservation out there in Navajo, 26,000 square miles. Man, 
you'd think they'd rise up and fight back, get their own military, and, you know. I mean, I'm not trying to get them, you know, I don't want them to fight back, but well, they could, but they wouldn't get anywhere. But I'm just saying, if I was my people and, you know, I was beaten down like that, I wouldn't be sitting there drunk in a freaking reservation, you know, in a teepee, licking my chops. I'd be freaking wanting to fight back, you know. So that's why I just don't understand some people. Why they, well, I mean, I'd be damned if I'm going to lay down. Hell, just screw that crap. Let me check these phone boards here. I'm going to go over here. Uh, late night tonight. Late night. Just uh, feel like talking here tonight, you know. Uh, let's see. 657-383-0616. i got a couple private callers here. Ones who, uh, let's see here. Oh, i got a couple other people on here. All right. That's good. Um, if you guys want to talk here, press number one. Anybody wants to join in? And I want to give a shout-out to my guy that always listens in the morning uh, out there in Utah. He always listens to me in the wee hours in the morning. That's why sometimes I do the late, uh, late show there. And then, of course, i got to say my, hello to my buddy up there in New York, uh, Eric. Uh, man, I hope you're hanging, uh, driving in the morning there. I hope you're hanging in there. Uh, keep up the good good work, and uh, just want to say hello. Thanks for the text messages, for the show ideas. I appreciate it. So a lot of people listen in the, down, uh, the download section. And then uh, if anybody out there from the NSM uh, is listening, uh, it was a good doing it was this weekend over there. Go check those two podcasts out, man. It was a pretty good podcast that we did over there over the weekend, Friday and Saturday night there. It was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Friday night was a little stressed out there. Uh, uh, anybody who listened to that podcast, I got an update on that, actually. Uh, next day I went out there to the truck and I uh, forgot to do this on Saturday night. Went out to the truck, and uh, this son of a bitch stole my keys. You know? Yeah, I got them back, though. Uh, I made him bring them back. I called him. He, you know, and he was apologizing and whatnot. And when he put, I put the keys back in the truck. Don't come up to my back door, I told him. I wish I, I should have freaking videotaped that. You know, and he did and whatever. I, and he sold out and his son. His son, uh, he sells out his own son. He said, my, he said, buddy took the keys, not me. He sold out his own son. He snitched his own son out. I said, I don't care which one of you are. I'm not going to press charge. Just put the damn keys in the truck and just get the hell out of here. Freaking crackhead. You know? I mean, you know, it, it's stupid. And then he texted me last night. Uh, the guy again. I Hopefully, he didn't text me all day today. Hopefully, he don't text me no more. You jerk. You know? What a bunch of jerks. You know, white trash. That's what he is, too. And i got to say what it is. He's two white guys. White trash. That's what they are. You know? Try to rip me off, man. You jerk. But anyway, uh, hopefully he's listening, too. But anyway, um, move over here. Uh, check out this. Uh, uh, i got the my militia up here. I'm going to uh, check this one out here. What do we got here? Um, oh, let's see. we got the uh, live stream right here. We can do that one, the Brent 0331. I want to do the, uh, that one there. But we got Florida officers respond to active. Uh, let's see. Whoa, wow. Where we go? Florida. This was uh, September 6th. Uh, let's see. Let's pull that one up here. We've got a video here. So we got Florida officers uh, respond to suspect on the run. Here we go. Florida, Florida news here. Let's see what we got here. This is on the My Militia website here. So uh, active uh, active self-protection attitude skills plan or whatever the hell that is. That one of the groups down there, I don't know. All right, here we go. Let's play this one. You can and should practice all the verbal skills you possibly can, but the perk gets a vote too. Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's bonus badge cam lesson here at Active Self-Protection. Your host, as always, is me, John Correa, and with me, your favorite former Fed, Mike Williver. Today's video comes to us from Hillsborough. Palm pepper spray has recently reformulated for even more effect when you bless the deserving with the hot sauce. Palm is what I use.
down from here.
Unbeknownst to the officer, the man had made threats to both his girlfriend and his mom that he was not willing to go back to jail. The officer's shots proved fatal, and we have some lessons to think about. Mike, pretty soon you're not going to be known as our favorite former Fed, but as our favorite podcast host, we're live. Yeah, we are. We're up on everything now, so go check it out. Apple, Spotify, Overcast, all the services. Go find it. So I think the first thing I want to talk about here, Mike, is I think it's interesting, obviously, block his car in from the rear, but, you know, to a car with some ground clearance and horsepower, curbs are just a suggestion. As are shrubbery. Uh, yeah, I, there really isn't much they could do to avoid this. You're obviously not going to put an officer in front of that vehicle and, and put them in that kind of risk for no reason, but kind of unavoidable, but yeah, curbs definitely, definitely a suggestion. But I do think that's actually an important thing because we do see a lot of officer-involved shootings where an officer puts themselves in front of the car, and then when the perp puts the car in drive, they put themselves at risk doing that. They didn't do that here. I think that was a good choice. Uh, in fact, my old agency, uh, some friends of mine were in a, in a shootout, and they ended up two vehicles face-to-face with the bad guy, and he opened up the AK-47, and they didn't intend on ending up that way, but yeah, not good. So now, of course, our dude is going to go and endanger the general public and cause this kind of wreck, and, and now, of course, this is a terrible outcome here, and, and I, we want the officers to not have to deal with this kind of thing, but of course, endangering the public like this, this guy is putting literally countless lives at risk. And he, he doesn't care. He's too focused on not going back to jail. It's that important to him that he's willing to smash into this vehicle with God knows who in it, probably children, uh, and he just doesn't care. No regard whatsoever for other people. So now all these officers have a big, a big bad wreck to deal with as well, maybe some injured parties and those things. Pretty serious stuff. So now, of course, our officer is going to hook his way over there and now what are you going to do if you're watching here what goes down he is going to spot this guy trying to climb out of the truck now i think a good lesson out of this one see him a little ways off and he's got a good powerful handheld flashlight here in order to put more light on the subject now there's not a you know a lack of light around it's not really pitch black but having a good powerful handheld light can cut through some of that and give you some more information and you were telling me earlier difference between candela and lumens and i didn't know that actually but so more Candela uh, throws More the light throw. farther, yep. and, it, and it defeats the photonic barriers better than less Candela. That's what so it does. That's news to me. I always just do, hey, if this light throws light or it doesn't. Yep, so having a good, powerful light, very good. Now, I think dude comes in here. Let's think about a couple of things. Notice here that our officer has uh, his hand. He's got in his right hand, he has his pistol with a pistol-mounted light on it. With, in his left hand, both his baton and his handheld light. That's an awful lot of things to have in your hands. So this is why one of the reasons I recommend that officers all have a pistol-mounted light. And I get it. Y'all don't train with your pistol-mounted light much. It's very difficult to get the time to do that. But using that pistol-mounted light, getting the other stuff out of your hands would have been a better idea. You know, recently we got contact by the Phoenix PD officer who was in a shooting uh, behind a bar in an off-duty incident, and he told me he knew the minute he saw this video on the channel we were going to ding him for not dropping his flashlight. You know what? Here, officers, deputies, agents, hear us when we say this. This is not to criticize this officer. He did the best job he could, probably as good or better job than I would have done. We have to learn these lessons one way or another, and I think this, especially this dropping the thing in your support hand needs to be drilled into people's heads more uh, than it is currently. Yeah, that's what we're really looking to do here. We're not looking to criticize anybody for what they've done because it's probably what they've been trained to do. Mm-hmm. But we want to train to a higher standard. Absolutely. And the interesting thing here, he's got two things in his hand. So he's got trying to key his mic while he's holding onto his baton and his torch while he has taken the light off of his suspect. Man, if you've got that handheld light out and you're using that to light your suspect up, you've got to keep that there. You know, just reach, reach over. You have to reach over to support hand to turn on that gun-mounted light. Do it. Uh, but get, get it get it on. That light should be the light that's on this guy right now. And that's what allows you to then continue to see well. A-
right, all right. Yeah, well, guy's dead, that's for sure. They, they clipped him. Oh, boy. Bye, bye. got one of them shots they put in, about 20. Man, I mean, I, I don't know about that, all them shots like that. You know, that's just a little bit. I mean, yeah, the guy's stupid. He just, just raised his hands, you know, and surrendered. I mean, you're, you're pinned in there. Your window's half down. You know, you're sitting in the passenger seat. You know, trying to get out, and you couldn't get out because the door's jammed. So you stuck, man. You made a bad decision. And then you smashed into it. somebody innocent. I mean, damn, man. What the hell's wrong with you? I mean, that's not right. You know, the wrong thing to do. I can see not wanting to go to jail. You know, we don't know the whole story here. But, you know, if he didn't want to go to jail, I mean, I got that. Nobody else wants to go to jail. But, you know, uh, apparently he supposedly had warrants out for him. Then again, we don't know if that's true. That's what the TV says, and we don't know the situation. So we just got to take it for what it is. And he says that uh, there was warrants, so, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, I, I, again, I didn't see no gun on the guy. They claimed there was a gun there. They said, yes, he did have one, but they conveniently, the camera did not look over the tinted window. It only saw the guy's head and shoulder, and we saw nothing else. So, you know... I mean, he was communicating, put your hands up. If he put his hands up real fast, I would, I, you know, look, he's got a gun in his face. You put your hands up fast, you get shot anyway. The only defense you have is your hand supposedly on your gun in your waist. So, I don't know, it's a catch-22. I mean, you, you know, I guess, you know, he doesn't know we're watching this. The, the guy who's dead now, you know, he doesn't know we're watching this, and he didn't know we were going to be watching it, so he doesn't know the guy's got a camera on him. So, you know, what do you do? You know, I mean, I guess maybe he shouldn't have took off to begin with. How about that? I mean, if you're going to take off, then I guess you if you take off, then you know that you're all in after that. And it's, it's either you're dead or them. Because, you know, that's how you got to look at it. That's how you got to view it. So then he did the right thing. He got killed. You know, I don't know. I don't know. What would you guys do out there? I don't know. I mean, uh, like I said, I wouldn't have warrants out for me driving around, first of all. I wouldn't put myself in that position uh, if that's the truth. You know, we don't know. Because sometimes the cops roll up and harass you. You know, they harass you. I mean, you know, I mean, I try to avoid those situations. And I was in a parking lot yesterday. You know, I was talking on the phone, and uh, I was at, at a car wash and um, pulled up by the lawnmower. I was going to vacuum out my car, actually. I decided not to. I was talking to somebody. It was a bad conversation, you know, with a female thing, so don't, I'm not going to get into names. But, uh, you know, and I was talking, and this guy, black dude over there in the corner, he goes, hey, waves me like you guys got to move. You know, and I figured, all right, I'm sitting around the phone, out of respect for somebody who's behind me, I'll move. You know, I didn't see anybody behind me, but I pulled over by the gar- dar- garbage dumpster. I was there talking on the phone, and he's like, hey. I said, what? You know, and he's just looking at me. I said, oh, boy, that is trouble now. Trouble, here we go. We got trouble coming. And, uh, and here he comes, walking up to the car, and I said, what's this guy's freaking problem, man? So I'm getting ready, you know. I, I mean, I'm already ready, and there you go, you know. You got to get out of here. What do you mean I got to get out of here? It's a public parking lot. Who the hell are you? You know? You know, the, 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 you know that, that, that uh, street uh, slang or whatever the hell they use there. Uh, I don't know. From the swinging from the tree slang. I don't know what the hell it is. But I can't understand. I said, you listen to this guy? I'm on the other phone. I'm on the phone talking to somebody. You hear this guy? I said, man, shut the f- And I told him, I said, man, you come anywhere near my car. <laughs> So and he's just yelling, dancing, and he starts retreating back. I said, man, get that the hell out of here. Go back in your corner someplace. He did. But, of course, that's when I decided, once he retreated, I decided to leave. I'm not going to ask for any more trouble. And I don't know what he's going back to his little corner to get. He can go near back to get a gun, for all I know. So why sit around and wait? I'll just leave. And that's what I did. I left. 
And I could have had a few choice words when I left, of course, but I won't say that on the air. I can't. <laughs> but I tell you what, I hope I see that little son of a bitch again one day. I hope I run into him again, you know. But uh, let me check the phone boards here, see if anybody's wanting to press one here. No, I got my next story I can go to. Uh, let's see. Uh, where's the boards at? Where? Check the board here. Press number one if you want to talk here tonight. You're more than welcome to talk here tonight. If you want to press the number one, you uh, just got to do it. Six five seven three eight three zero six one six. Press number one, and I will get you on. I don't have anybody. Oh, there we go. We got a taker here. All right, go ahead, private caller. Go ahead, there. Hey there, Joe. How you How you doing? I'm doing all right. You hear my police shooting there? <laughs> yeah. You hear yeah, that one? That's crazy, man. Yeah, that was a rough one there, boy. Yeah, that guy's sure. dead, huh? Man, oh, yeah. rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, well, I said yeah, it's a body saw... cam footage, though. It's body cam footage, so I saw the whole thing. You guys can't see it, obviously, but I, I, I'm watching the whole thing while I'm playing it, you know, and they they clipped that guy, man. Bam, they put out 20 slugs into him, you know? Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. What's yeah, that? Uh, you've been on a roll, man, this whole week. You've been on uh, the, like, SM, your old show, man. Yeah, that yeah. Was... Well, you know, That's I got to get the man. word out there. <laughs> Got to get the word so, out there. Got to keep, the, so keep like it going, guys, you know. Got to uh, keep the social media platform. I mean, I don't really, you know, to be honest with you, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm kind of worried about the way things are going and, and, and shaping out out, out oh, there. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, I mean, it's just, uh, I just don't think things are going too well for for this country right now, you know, and I'm, I'm worried. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, so uh, you guys are at good standards then. Since you're with, the, like, NSF, man, that's really good. Yeah, that is really yeah, good. yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I support the platform. I support the platform, and uh, you know, and they, they, you know, I, I mean, and they got a bunch of good people over there. I, I you know, I, I think they're pretty good. I mean, there was, there was. I don't know how long you've been listening, but no, I don't want to get into, you know, the gossip part, or whatever, what happened a few months ago. But yeah, that, yeah. Whatever happened, happened, you know. But, uh, but I heard for the most about part, that, Bert's yeah. a good dude, you know. Yeah, Bert's a good dude, and oh, yeah. uh, Bert's really Eddie's a good cool. dude. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I like Bert, Eddie, and uh, uh, Commander Bigfoot. They're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tomorrow then, night, uh, I, might, the I don't guy, know, I haven't touched base with him yet, but tomorrow night I may be uh, co-hosting with Eddie. I think I might be co-hosting with him. I'm not oh, sure. Wow, I don't know if it's awesome. tomorrow night or what, but we'll see what happens. Who's the, the, uh, the guy that... So what's on your mind? Any, what's, anything, anything you want to report on? Anything you want to talk about that's on your mind while you got the airwaves here? Because I don't really have too many people here queuing in, but I got a few on the call board here. Yeah, just uh, I was at Walmart uh, today, and uh, I saw this lady get her vaccine shot, and she was sitting there, and I'm all, oh, you got your vaccine, huh? And she goes, yeah. Really? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. These, I mean, what do you think about those people, people that get their vaccine? Scared. I mean, if you ask me, I, they're uh, contagious, if you ask me. I think, they're, I think they're like, they could be, like, dangerous to us, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're the ones that, that are actually, uh, their bodies are contacting uh, the spike proteins, and uh, they're releasing them from their sweat, their cough, or their sneeze, you know? So, wow. Uh they're the ones that are infected uh, the people, you know, without knowing. But they get the yeah. shots because they're scared. You know, they have fear. So, and they yeah, do everything right. that the TV tells them to do. 
I know, yeah. I know, and that's that's where it all comes from. He said that's where the vaccine things come from. This uh, this this uh, uh, the TV that brainwashes everybody. Just imagine if you didn't watch TV, didn't pay attention to nothing, you wouldn't know about not, know about vaccines, right? You wouldn't know nothing about it. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't know nothing about COVID. You know, you'd be just living. I mean, you know, you'd yeah, be living your life. You know. With me but, myself, uh, I don't even watch uh, Fox News or CNN. I watch uh, the independent news, like uh, Real American Voice, uh, One American News. Sometimes I see uh, uh, Blaze. Yep, well, that's wow. about it. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. How about this one? I got one right here. I'm going to play this one right here. How about this one? Uh, French police brutalized woman for shopping without vaccine passport. Oh, Watch this. yeah. This one. And then I've got this. video. you seen that one? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I How about this one? Uh, yeah, let's go. Yeah, well, I'll, well, a couple people I want to see it. And then I got the uh, uh, interview here on the Great Reset. So let me try. Let me do the vaccine yeah. passport one. This, one. this one's crazy. Okay. Wow. Man. Yeah. You see the police... Uh, Running full speed, full tilt, as if they're chasing a murderer, as if they're tracking down a terrorist. Here, and here you see them wielding police batons against this woman, just smashing her with with the baton, grabbing her, putting her in a headlock, slamming her into the wall as they continue to beat her in their uh, SWAT helmets and are now placing her under arrest for, for trying to shop. This woman's trying to shop. You have her on the ground. So you just step on her and uh, push her down. Well, she's not vaccinated. She's not human. And you need to defend your civilization against the onslaught of this family. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, that's what they're doing. This is America. Did you hear the people clapping in the background? I mean, they're crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're uh, not, you're not vaccinated. You know, I mean, look that, when you walk into the grocery store. I walk into the grocery store down here. People people look at me when I don't wear a mask like I'm doing something wrong. Oh, you should see how I stare at them. Oh, yeah. Oh, how I stare right back at them. And, I, and, I, and then I play stupid, like, oh, oh. You know, like, uh, like when I walk into a grocery store here, the woman at the door goes, I'm going to call them live on my next show, actually. I think I'm going to call the grocery store and complain about the person that stands <laughs> in the doorway and asks, if, if, uh, do I need a mask? Because every time I walk in through the door, they're like, do you need a mask, sir? And I'm like, for what? For what? And they just look at me like in shock. <laughs> like, like, what's he talking yeah. about? What, do you, what is this guy? I don't, I don't know the plan. I'm like, what, what, what do I need a mask for? Can you tell me, please? And then uh, they just like, uh, it's like they go into zombie mode. And then nobody has ever given me an answer yet. You know? They just can't give me an answer. Yeah. You know, I'm like, what do I need a mask for? So I'm going to call Food Lion, I think, uh, my grocery store around here. I'm going to call him and make a complaint about that, actually, live on the air. Yeah, I'm not, I can't do it now because they're yeah, closed. But <laughs> you should do that. Yeah. You know, you know the uh, the uh, whole uh, trans like gender like stuff. That's actually goes along with uh, the COVID because uh, it's a jiggy therapy. So uh, they're trying to put some type of you AI in you. So that makes you like a trans, uh, like a trans, yep, transhuman, you know, so. transhuman, yeah, transhuman. transhuman it's, it's out there, man. It's coming our way. It, 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 it is coming our way, and they're because they, they, cause they yes. want to live forever. These people want to live forever because there's no God anymore. Nobody believes in God, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> and now they believe that uh, they could uh, get your your conscience and 
it put it, it inside a like a hard drive or something like that, where yeah, you'll yeah. be a like avatar. That's 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 what's yeah. going down. Yes, that is. You're absolutely right. That's crazy. I, actually, I think I may call like uh, the uh, one of these stores that are open. Actually, I'm gonna ask about this mask policy. I think might as well have a little fun while I'm here late at night. What the heck? Might as well. See, I got a phone number here for one of them. I could probably get a hold. May I? Let's do this one right here. I'll call him up and uh, have a little fun. Oh, are they open? Oh no, our clo- Oh, they are closed. Oh my, they were supposed to be open, huh? Well, they- oh, everything <laughs> closes now because of the COVID thing. Oh yeah, no more 24-hour yeah. thing, huh? Oh yeah, boy, that's, that's right, man, son of a bitch. <laughs> How about you out here? The liquor stores yeah. are still open. Wait, what store? The liquor stores, yeah. The liquor stores. No, are still no, open. not like, not North uh, Carolina. They're Circle closed. K? Oh, 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 Circle okay. K. Oh, yeah, 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 yep, yeah. They are. That's right. Well, they got to sell those battle debts, right? You know, they got to serve that beer. Yeah. You know, <laughs> keep the alcohol <laughs> going. Um, I, I can't really yeah. find one that's open. One of these stores. I see. I'll check one in Greensboro and see if they're open. Um, yeah, they're all closed, man. Jeez, wow. Well, wow. that another time. <laughs> Crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, wow. I, uh, no more twenty-four-seven because of COVID. You know, COVID. It's just. Uh, it's uh, we got you know, it, it, it's so disaster. It's crazy out there. The COVID, the disaster. Is it? Is I mean, it's just. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. <clears throat> it's crazy. I, I I don't know what to think about this COVID thing. I mean, I I, I haven't watched the local news media, you know, really lately to uh, to uh, see what's going on with it and what the you know what what news is out there. I just pay attention to the top stories so I can you know do them on the on the radio show. But other than that, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I can't pay attention to the news. I I'd rather watch a movie if I if I was to watch TV. I watch very little TV anyway. But uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's how, uh, but anyway, I appreciate the call here. You checking in with me? Uh, yeah, you know, man. Uh, I appreciate you listening in, and uh, I guess I'll do the great Sunday night reset. Let me check see the boards. Uh, check. Nobody else wants to jump in here. Oh, that's fine. I'll do the great reset. How much time we got left here? Fifty minutes. I'll do a little bit of the great reset, and then we'll wrap it up here for understanding the time right. in which we live today. And uh, well, where Sarge is? Sarge disappeared on me. I don't know where he's been. Maybe he's mad at me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been doing one over at the. Hey, how was it gonna like ask you, uh, Bill? Did those guys ever come back? Uh, oh. Like the ones that were fixing your brakes. Oh yeah, yeah, they came the back. Oh yeah. Came, yeah, well, no, they came back all right because they made them come back. They took the keys to my truck. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, they took the keys to my truck, and I had to call them back up and say, "Bring it back." So they brought it back though, and I didn't press no charges. You know, I'm not gonna press charges on nobody. Come on, man. Yeah. You know, what the hell is that going to get me, you know? I mean, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they came back all right. They sure did. And, you know, I mean, $150 <laughs> for two calibers, you know, I just can't. That's, 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 James, just swap out the two calibers. No parts, no tools, just show up and do the job. $150, that's a lot of money, you know, for two calibers. Come yeah. On. You know, yeah, I don't think that, you know, plus, that's what we agreed to, you know, so. Yeah, uh, we exactly. agreed to seventy-five dollars, not the hundred fifty. So, what it is, they just want a bit more beer money. That's all. Uh, <laughs> want a beer all right, buddy. great reset. Yeah. The great reset. All right, <laughs> all right, man. Thanks for calling in. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Sunday Night Live. And I've got some final key news I want to hit and then an in-depth censored interview. 
Straight ahead, I love Sunday Live. Only six minutes of ads an hour. Just the local ads for local stations. No ads for us. That's what it's all about. But first, an amazing Greg Reese report from Band.Video. Corey Diggs recently published a comprehensive report on the business behind the vaccine passport. It includes every facet of banking and big tech, including IBM, who did virtually the same thing during World War II, and Entrust, a company run by the prominent Nazi Quant family. Her extensive research spells out the plan very clearly. The QR code will be the so-called mark of the beast. Marked like livestock, and no longer free. The QR code has already become the standard for DNA data storage. We can now scan a specimen's QR code and extract the entire genomic map. And we can create a creature from this data. George Church of Nebula Genomics explains how his company has the ability to read ancient DNA, write, and edit it with CRISPR. We can read the woolly mammoth genome, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. These things have been extinct for a long time. We can read this ancient DNA, and we can now write it, can edit the elephant genomes with CRISPR again. And we've done this. We've made 15 edits so far of bringing back extinct DNA. He said in a 2013 interview with Der Spiegel that DNA can be assembled into an embryo and planted inside of a human woman. Church's Nebula Genomics wants to give people the opportunity to sell their genetic information for digital tokens. And he has Hollywood's Morgan Freeman to help promote and normalize his radical modern-day Frankenstein work. Stamping a human's DNA genome onto their mark is one thing, but in order to store a person's entire life onto a single QR code, and have it utilized efficiently across the entire web, they are using the blockchain. Blockchain technology allows information to be stored by a tamper-proof ledger that others on the chain can monitor and validate in real time. And it is being adopted in nearly every major industry. With the help of Big Pharma and the media, the bankers are corralling everyone inside their rentals, wired up to the Internet of Things with a QR digital ID that holds their entire DNA genome on the blockchain and managed by artificial intelligence. Just as the Rockefeller Foundation announced in their 2020 publication, Mapping an AI Future, and the UK Ministry of Defense in their 2021 publication, Human Augmentation, the Dawn of a New Paradigm, marked like livestock and no longer free unless of course we all say no for infowars.com this is greg reese waging war on corruption it's alex jones coming to you live from the front lines of the info war the great Owen Schroyer is taking the night off via my request because I did a pretty good interview, I think, with uh, Jake Ducey. I'll tell you about it in a few minutes. And uh, people really liked it. It was exploding, going viral, and YouTube took it down. 
and didn't give a reason. When he asked, what's the reason? They said, here's another strike on another one of your videos. There's the reason. So uh, it just got posted to Band.Video this morning and has 61,000 views. And it's also on Rumble right now. It needs to go viral, so share it. Infowars.com and override the censors. Um, before we go to this, though, I really want to hit some other news and just really go through it as fast as I can here. I won't be able to get to all this tonight, but I'll definitely be able to get to most of this tomorrow, but I'm about to hit a lot of it right now. But if you just even go to the John Hopkins' own website, which runs this old Rockefeller program for Bill Gates and the U.N., it's just incredible. Because it's not just Israel side-by-side side with India. It's, it's Singapore, it's Gibraltar, it's uh, the, the U.K. versus Sweden and other areas where when you're less than 10% vaccinated, again, it's not vaccines for these GMO garbage shots, when you do that, you have a lowered immune system and massive more cases, and the people that have taken the injections shed the virus, and so you get tons of people that haven't had the shot that get sick, and tons of people that have had the shot that get sick, and the, and the numbers actually track the same in Israel and the same everywhere else. And in places where they stopped taking the injections, started taking ivermectin, nor hydroxychloroquine or quercetin, but it looks like ivermectin's the best, that it works incredibly well. And they've got studies on ivermectin being anti-cancer and a lot of things. they got studies on a lot of poison um, pits of uh, different plants, too, uh, that, that, that people take that's anti-cancer. There's a lot of poisons that are anti-cancer, antiviral, so I'm not saying take ivermectin all the time and tell the physician, but the studies are out there that it's amazing as an antiviral and an anti-cancer. And so, yeah, there's another study right there. So they don't want you knowing about this. They just want to use stupid stuff like they'll turn into a horse or there's thousands of people in the hospital in one area of Oklahoma. And it was obviously one guy says it. They don't show any proof. Why is it only in Oklahoma? That's when you know stuff's fake. And again, last year, they were like, oh, this hospital's full. That hospital's full. People went to them. We went to them. Owen Schwer went to them. They were empty. And we, we caught them. They were using people that died of car wrecks and gunshot wounds and cancer and pneumonia and, and things that weren't COVID. But this year, I told you three months ago, before it was all over the news, I said, this is huge. And we had the studies. It's the vaccinated sloughing this stuff off because it's a live virus vaccine. The J&J is as well. The Moderna and, and, and Pfizer is just a synthetic virus, but it, it replicates. So this is nanotech, folks. We've been hit with nanotech. So this is out of uh, Israel's own numbers, and John Hopkins has the same numbers. Again, here are side-by-sides of India and Israel and new COVID cases. India has a 10% vaccination rate, and Israel has a 65% vaccination rate. India uses remectin, vitamin D, and zinc. Israel uses COVID vaccinations and booster shots. Any questions? And you see Israel just exploding. India exploded, took the first shots, the 10%. People figured it out. The national spokesperson, 51 years old, in great shape, took the shot live on TV. It was dead two days later. The Indians said, screw this. And the same numbers are for Sweden. The same numbers are comparable with Israel. And guys, 
thanks for showing that graph, print that for me. The crew's amazing. So here it is. You need to go do a presentation at your children's school. You need to go do a presentation at your church. And if your church doesn't want you to get up on the stage and do it, you need to leave that church. And, and here's the deal. I don't care if you're a little old lady or a young man, black or white. I don't give a rat's ass. You need to get past your fear of speaking, and you need to do it. You need to get up there and warn people and get up there and talk about what's going on because this is an information war against us that then tricks people to physically do this, and then it's going to kill them. And then they're bringing out world IDs and control systems for carbon taxes and carbon, tra carbon tracking. That's all been officially announced, and I'm going to hit that in a moment. This is another thing I want to say. You know, I realized with Christy Lee in here earlier, she's a great reporter, great lady, that I'm super hyper and I'm, and I'm, and I'm talking fast and I'm jumping all over her. And she's making great points. It's because she's exciting me that she's smart and is bringing up all these points that I hadn't even thought of. And I noticed I was trending pretty much every day on Twitter and everywhere else. And the crew you know, showed me that Lucifer was trending above me and then I was trending right under Lucifer. Really weird, that Lucifer, stupid Lucifer TV show. I've seen it like once or twice. And... You know, Lucifer's not glamorous, folks. It's about death and destruction and failure and betrayal and starving children and feces all over the street and needles. That's what Lucifer gives you. And I noticed it, well, it was all over the place. Jones is on cocaine. Jones is on drugs. Uh, Jones is on meth. You know, I had one cup of coffee this morning, and I took my four-year-old daughter fishing at 8 a.m., got back about noon, had another small cup of coffee. So I have had stimulants today, but that's it. Nothing to drink, no alcohol, nothing. I am bouncing off the walls, and I could work for the next 10 hours because the globalists are coming. Coffee does sound good, though. The globalists are – somebody give me one thanks. The globalists are coming down on us like a ton of bricks. I have all the documents. I have all the proof. I literally have 40-plus studies – on ivermectin being antiviral going back decades and new ones on COVID-19 that have caught early. It's like 100% effective. And I have the main Japanese medical union and all the rest of it, and African medical unions and, and British medical unions. I mean, it's working. A major medical doctor prescribed it to my family when they got COVID. It knocked it out. And, and, and so, man, I'm pissed having my birthright taken. I'm pissed watching the depopulation. I'm pissed knowing a lot of people are dying because they go to the hospital, and in America they won't give you zinc or vitamin D or C or ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or quercetin. And then I see the left all over the internet. They go, I bet Jones is getting paid to say quercetin and stuff like that or ivermectin. No, I'm not getting paid zero. It's real. They go, oh, he's a snake oil salesman. Jones promotes vitamin D. Guys, type in vitamin studies on vitamin D and cancer. It cuts cancer by 40 to 60%. Why in the freaking world would I not? I've been selling vitamin D for eight years. I give it to my children. I take it. I'll never forget David Hogg was on C-SPAN, the anti-gun guy. There's a bunch of study vitamin D and cancer prevention. NIH website. Oh, Forbes, vitamin D may help prevent cancer in young people. It goes on and on. It just goes on and on. So I'm sitting there watching them try to suppress us, and it pisses me off. I mean, yeah. I grew up in Dallas, and it was rough in the 80s and early 90s. And, man, I mean, 
Somebody punched me in the face, I punch him right back. Somebody hit me in the head with a club, I'm going to ram their head in the concrete. And it's the same thing politically. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and take this crap. I am, I'm pissed. And, 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 and the, the pen is mightier than the sword. The microphone is mightier than the sword. This is an info war. And so I'm assaulting these people with the truth, and they want to pick a few things we might have done that weren't perfectly accurate. Maybe they were. I'm starting to think maybe I, stuff I've said that I was wrong about, I was right about. I'm a, I'll change course on that soon. I rarely change course, but when I'm, when I'm wrong, I'll tell you. And it's just these people lie to us, and we know that. And we understand that. And, yeah, now Biden's, quote, science advisor wants 60-plus billion dollars to fight COVID. No, that's to buy everybody off and bring the martial law back in you see all over the world. This is serious business. And so I'm fired up, ladies and gentlemen. I'm absolutely fired up. And they're not my sponsor. If I am on anything, it's top of chicken. I probably drink eight of these a day. People argue about which ones are better. Who cares? Drink what you want. Came this huge thing online. What type of beer is that? I don't really drink beer. I either drink a lot or I don't drink anything. I've not been drinking for a while. Who cares? The point is, is that we're in a war for the future, and the globalists think we're dumb, and they want this revolution of genetic engineering to play God, and they want to test it all on us, and they want to depopulate us, and the very people that say they want to depopulate us are the ones that are then telling us they want to save us. I mean, this is a nightmare. And the argument is, well, if the public doesn't wake up, and if the public doesn't say no, the public then deserves what happens to them. What about the children, though? Because, I mean, here's the deal. When I drive around town and most people say, hey, I love you, hey, I appreciate you, shake my hand, but sometimes people go, F you and F your family, you're a Russian spy, or something like that, or they'll go, Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook, and I'll go, I question all big events and anomalies, just like Jesse Smollett, and just like WMDs in Iraq. I didn't lie about WMDs in Iraq with the New York Times on purpose. They'll just say, shut up and don't talk to me. And a lot of times, you've seen me do it in videos before, you know, when I have to have a camera person, I get in their face. I say, hey, you just told me F off. You're going to listen to me. You're going to listen to me. And then they'll videotape it and edit it to make it look like I came to them first. Like when I was in that chicken place, they come to my table and say, F you, I hope you die. You're going to die. The third time I go follow them to their table, they film it and go, oh, he attacked us. They're scum. They're lying trash. The second time they said, you're going to die, we're going to kill you. I told the manager. That's why the statesman, to their credit, I think they fired the reporter over this. Actually, he's gone now. Last time I checked, he called down to, the, to Lucy's chicken and said, did, did Alex Jones really get threatened? And they said, yeah, they came over to his table three times. He told us the second time. But see, and the statesman went, oh, at the bottom line, well, we did call, and they confronted Jones first. Oh, you're, you no longer work here. You see, that's the level of the evil. If you don't lie in corporate media, you're gone. If you lie here and I catch you one time lying, you're, you're fired. Just like that. Just like that. Only thing I've got, as Tony Montana said, is my word and my balls, and I don't break them for anybody. Now, does that mean sometimes in my life I can't deliver something I said? Yeah, but I sure as hell try to deliver it. And I don't talk about myself anymore. It's just that I'm under major attack because I'm real. And everybody freaking knows it. Anybody that's got discernment knows Alex Jones means what he says and does what he says. 
And I walk the walk, I talk the talk, I do it all. Because I'm under attack. And these people don't understand why I've got energy and they don't. Well, my crew's got energy and my listeners have got energy. They've got light in their eyes. They could be black, they could be white, they could be old, they could be young. They've got the light of God in their eyes because they're conscious and they're awake and they're informed and they're involved. Because they're not zombies just going through life believing whatever the system tells them. They've got a connection to the Holy Spirit. Okay, let me just run through this all. I'll never get to it all. Let's just hit this first. The head of Pfizer's announced it. Fauci's now announced it. The Israeli uh, virus czar. And all this is is governments everywhere want power. They want control. They're all run by the same banks. He now says get ready for the fourth vaccine dose. And they always in the white paper said it's not going to work. It gets rid of the immune system. We're going to make them be addicted to these shots. And then they've done it. I told you 18 months ago they do it, and now here it is. And Temple makes a great job. Two years, two shots every year. A booster every five months. A twice-daily pill, they've announced. And a quarantine camp for suspected cases to slow the spread. And there's people attacking Tim Poole for pointing out they're building emergency COVID camps all over the world right now. He originally said, concentration camp. This isn't China. This is the Howard Springs COVID quarantine camp in Australia for the dangerous people who don't even test positive. They just put you there. If you ever wonder, and this person, Clara Liam says, the rest of the world isn't pointing at America and comparing its 650,000 COVID deaths, most of which were not COVID, to the Holocaust, even though it could, it might behave, behoove some of the American right have a bit more circumscription when making inflammatory remarks such as this. And Tim Poole says, if you ever wonder how Nazi Germany or how Germany got to the point it did, look at Australia. Insane authoritarianism, rising identitarianism, an apologist terrified of the state pretending to offer some opposition but defending camps for the unclean. And right here, the CEO of Pfizer has now stated, you can link through and find it, he will now require three booster shots per year. Wonder how people feel after being told, be a hero, take two. Now they're told they're not fully vaxxed. And it's going to be on your little ID system. COVID-19 vaccine passports to start in England this month. They go, oh, to save the economy and reopen things. No, you're holding them hostage saying they got to do that. It's not to save it. COVID-19 vaccine passports will be introduced at big venues to avoid winter closures, minister says. Oh, they're running the blockade. They're shutting it down. They're, but, oh, the double thing. Oh, we've got to do this so you can be open. Even though the average pub or venue makes about 15% profit, it's about 25% saying already they won't go. And it's about demonizing those that haven't been injected and saying we're causing all the sickness, but we weren't. Now it's all the vaccinated. That's why you get vaccinated and boom, or you get injected with this gene therapy and then it explodes. That's a fact. Here's another one. COVID cases in the U.S. are four times higher than they were Labor Day last year. Yeah, because of people being injected. They're shedding it. That's in all the studies. There's the actual article uh, right there for you. Robert Barnes makes a great point to tweet. All the rules and restrictions address the risk of asymptomatic deadly spread. That means you, you, you're not sick. 
Since self-quarantine addresses the risk of symptomatic spread, by my stats, the odds of asymptomatic spread killing someone in an entire year is about one million to one. How can you risk justifying these mandates? It's not about that. It's about permanent martial law and total control. What did Bertrand Russell won a Nobel Prize for his evil say? Collective fear stimulates herd instinct and tends to produce ferocity towards those who are not regarded as members of the herd. And that's what they're doing with the vaxxed, unvaxxed. But if they can't get 90% injected, then they won't be able to get that big gang-up thing they need where they pick a minority to persecute the unvaccinated. So see, they're going to tell people, oh, you took five shots, oh, you're dying, because they didn't take a shot. Not, oh, you took the shot, that's why you're dying. They always had the plan to kill people, but they need to blame the uninjected. That's the holy grail. But we're on air. We're exposing it. See, this is life and death. This thing gets more power. It's more control. It takes over. It creates world ID medical systems. It creates carbon medical systems. It tracks everything you do. It, 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 it's a black hole. It's a giant squid sucking you into hell. That's why you got to fight it. That's why they go, oh, we have lockdowns. We take them off. But then all the real controls come in. So you think, oh, they'll, well, next time they clamp down, they'll, 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 they'll back off again. No. Next time they clamp down like Australia and Europe did, it never ends. That's in their own white papers. Understand, this only gets worse submitting. And when you take the shots, you get cancer, you get sterilized, you start dying. So submission is death. you got to warn all the sheeple of that. I have someone close to me in my family whose mother has had all the shots, she's going to get the boosters, and she's now blaming people that are unvaccinated for her vaccine not working. If your vaccine worked... It would work, dumbass. It's not a thing. There's a great little meme. It's totally true. A man with an injector, and it says, the vaccine wasn't brought in for COVID. COVID was brought in for the vaccine. Once you realize this, everything else makes sense. Look at this political article. The dangerous legal illusion of parental rights. They go on to say the state owns the children. God, they're indoctrinating the hell out of them, too. And the left's also celebrating, out of thousands of conservative talk show hosts, Manning, Farrell, Burner, Apley, Stutz, Walsh, Wallace, and Valentine. All local to host. We already know. We already know. All right. Understanding the times in which we live today. Well, <clears throat> anybody here want to add in here? I've got a private call around the line. You still there, buddy? Uh, get ready here. Get ready about 20 minutes here to start. Get ready to wrap it up here. Anybody else wants to jump in? 657 383 All right. Yeah, how, how are you there? There, brother. Yeah, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, that like Alex Jones, man. He's he's good. He tells it how it is. <laughs> well, he tells it like it is. You know, I, I I like him. I mean, you know, I I don't listen to everything he has to say. He's been off on a lot of things during the Obama years. He was off on a lot of stuff when Obama was president. Oh, That's yeah. when he, during Bush he had me he got me hooked during the Bush and then. Uh, and then after when Obama got in there, he just was way off with the Obama deception, that uh, movie he put out there. And then, uh, you know, but uh, for the most part, he's pretty much on the target on the other stuff, you know. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, our, we're making all this happen based sometimes, too, by our own fear in a way. But, but now you're seeing it. You're seeing it really happen. I mean, it's really, really going on. I mean, this COVID oh, yeah. thing is really serious. They're really clamping down wanting to use this thing. You know, to scare people. When you see everyone walking around with a mask on after the 6 o'clock news, after they just started announcing it, man, we're, you know, that's some freaking heavy brainwashing there, you know? 
That's some freaking heavy brainwashing. So, but, uh, yeah, man. Uh, You know, I mean, uh, like I said, I don't like that shooting there earlier that I played. You know, that that was real. That was a real shooting down there in Florida that happened. uh, So, but, um, you know, um, I guess uh, what I could say, the only advice I could tell you is don't get vaccinated. I don't care whatever it takes, whatever it takes, whatever you got to do, don't get vaccinated. Don't do it. Why? Why bother? Exactly. You know, I mean, why do it? I mean, what happened to the regular flu? You know, and I wish a couple of those stores were open. I would like to call them, though. I really want to go off on that on them about that mask. But I'll do that on the next next time I'm on the air. Either I'm on the uh, NSM platform or on my show. I'm going to call the, you know, listen, man, when I walk into the store, I don't want to be asked if I need a mask. No, I don't want a mask. And no, I'm not wearing one. And no, I don't need one. Okay. You know, and, and like I said, that not anybody can ever give me a response. They just sit there dumbfounded when I say that. It's like I'm the only person that says that. You know, they're like, <laughs> you know, like young girl, yeah. young t- uh, what was it yesterday? Young girl at the door. Sir, you need, like, she went out of her way, too. Like, like you need a mask. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, look, I just look at her. I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, and she, like, she just stood there staring at me. <laughs> you know, it's like, shock. <laughs> You know, I like hit her over the head with a ping, yeah. you know, I don't know. But anyway, who is crazy? It's crazy, man. But, oh, I see, I got somebody else jumping in here. Uh, oh, I think, oh, I think this is 863. All right, go ahead there, 863. Go ahead there. What's up, man? Hey, good evening, Joe. See your burning hey, the midnight Hey, what's up, late night tonight. tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you know. well, <laughs> what are you doing up? I didn't get it. <laughs> I'm white, brother. I gotta work, unfortunately. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, that's that story funny. in Florida, I, I caught uh, part of it. I think that happened in my hometown. Um, really? I, I didn't. I, I don't think. Was it in Lakeland? I, as a matter of fact, I don't even. Hang on, I gotta go back and look. It was that. It was uh It happened in two thousand. That was a two thousand twenty shooting, though. That was in two thousand twenty. I think. Oh, okay. Because yeah, um, we just had a shooting here last last night or the night before, where America's sheriff, our sheriff Grady Judge, Polk County Sheriff, he uh, had somebody show up. It was some type of a non-white person show up in all this survival gear with guns and tried to abduct uh, some girls, I guess, out of a house and turn into a big shootout. Really? So I maybe that wow. Was story. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I thought maybe that was yeah, the story yeah. you were talking about. I, as a matter of fact, it says September 6th. Did it happen on, on the 6th? Sounds, that was yesterday. Yeah. That, that sounds about it's, right. That's, yeah. the, that's it, then. That's it. Yeah, it says it's dated September 6th right there. doesn't give me the town, though. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's pro- probably be, Lakeland. Yeah. Wow. It happened on yeah, West Oak Loop. Is. That's on the other end of town for me, but yeah. They killed the guy. They shot him. They wove it, pumped him full of lead, though. <laughs> Yeah, he was there trying to get the girls out of the house or something, I heard. I, I didn't hear all the intimate details about it, but it sounded pretty weird. Yeah, he tried taking he off and running the door. and they caught up with him. Yeah, he knocking on I'll the door what, asking for some girl's name, and apparently there's no girl there that even had that name. Kind of a weird scenario. Well, there are there is a lot of sickos out there, Bert. There is a lot of sickos, but I don't know. Pumping them 20 bullets, I don't know, man. 20, 20 bullets, bullets, that's a lot, you know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know I don't know. They, 21. Cheese. Do you, do you yeah. know how many shots our sheriff put into the last guy who shot at a Polk County deputy? It was like really? 74 shots. 
And the media asked them, why did they shoot them 74 times? And they, the sheriff's answer was, because we ran out of ammunition. Wow. <laughs> you guys are rough down there, man. Said, I don't know if I want to come down there, Bert. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's America's sheriff right there. He's Him and Arapaio were two peas in a pod. Now it's just him. Wow. Arapaio's gone, obviously. So, yeah, uh, don't mess with Grady Judd. He's serious. Wow, man. man geez. Um, so, hey, how many hours is it? Somebody asked me today. I got a guy down there I told you that wants to go to Longview. Um, uh, how many hours drive is it from Florida to Texas? Well, from where I'm at in Lakeland to Longview, I'm clocking a little over 1,000 miles. So that's, well, you make me do math this late at night. <laughs> yeah, hey, I don't doing, ask me. I'm, I'm certainly in my about eight, nine hours, right? Take about nine hours, right? Yeah, if you're going that fast the whole way, yeah, I suppose. Well, I mean, 75, 80, good, Bert, uh, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. You got the fuzz buster on, maybe. And if you don't stop and get any gas, I suppose. But, yeah, I, well, I yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It would be well. You, I'm just you rounded it off to a thousand. You're not saying exactly a thousand, right? Or is there, it's exactly a thousand. It is, so I'm it, figuring it's it's slightly, it's slightly over a thousand. I think about a thousand. Oh, okay. So it's going to be a like ten-hour hour drive. Okay, ten hours. Then you're looking at ten plus. Yeah, hours, I would yeah. say that to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering because I, like, I don't know if I'm going to go down there and get this guy or what. I don't know. Uh, he's talking about joining up too. So I don't know. I don't know what's 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 uh. What am I going to do with with this guy? I don't know. I would be, oh, man, I don't know. He wants me to come down there and get him, yep. man. Oh, I don't know about that. Tell him, tell you know? him to come on. We'll have plen- plenty of different size shirts, plenty of armbands. So. Yeah. Just you know, I mean, I don't know about so coming down there and get him, get him, though. You know, because you remember, I'm nine hours down there that way. When I can cut across, I can go diagonal. And I got Bigfoot up here, up in my area. We're talking about linking up, you know. So, you know, that's, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I know I got Big, big, Bigfoot big needs a passenger. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I want to ride with somebody. I'd rather, you know what I want to do? I would rather follow. In my, I, I just don't like being a, I like to drive and then be a passenger, drive and be a passenger, drive and be a passenger. You know what I mean? So I, I just can't right. sit there for that long. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know how you are in a car. I don't know. You know, maybe you, you, you probably oh. somebody who likes to drive, huh? Well, yeah, because I can't sleep with any other dildos driving because they, uh, <laughs> Kurt Schler, Schler, he likes to, to stab the brakes when I about the time I doze off and about snaps my neck. So, yeah, I, so yeah, you know that, or we're going off a cliff going through the the Smoky Mountains, of Tennessee. There, and you ain't getting no sleep. So yeah, I, I just my driving's a lot smoother, I guess, because I do it for a living. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're a professional too, so you're you're good at it. Obviously, uh, professional. One thing I gotta say, truck drivers, professional drivers, they know how to drive, man. You know, you get them in their personal car, they can drive. They'll get you there, you know. I will say that. Yeah, I mean, a lot you know, of them you do, do it for a living. You got to, you know. Well, a lot of them, I mean, they're rushing yeah. through truck driving school now, so now they're, you see all these signs going up. Been hit by a semi? Call Rubenstein Law Firm. Our Jewish attorneys can get you a settlement. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's the stuff that's yeah, out there. Yeah. You're seeing more and more of that. I know, I know. They call so, them anyway, what's the word? Steering what's the wheel word? holders. Any big news out there we got to report on real quick tonight, or what? No, it's pretty quiet for the most part, uh, other than the shooting. Um, getting ready for Longview, September 25th. Uh, 
going to be doing some commercial making. Uh, that's, I was trying to shoot you an email this evening. I don't have your proper email address. I need to get with you about that. Yeah, yeah. So I'll any requests on the commercials, uh, I'm going to be working on those for the next day or two. So, yeah, we'll uh, create some of those. Any requests, whatever, we'll get it done. Um yeah, I need something. I can't I'd think like, of anything I'd like else. Something I'd like something uh, made up special for the for the for, for my for my my show. You know, I mean, you know, it'd be good. You know, because everyone should have their little intro. You know, and then play whatever they want to play. I, I guess agree. you know, but uh, everyone should have their little intro. I guess I don't know. Since we're since identified with that podcast, you know, because you don't want me playing yeah, what you play. Absolutely. You know, I mean, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Especially well, the numbers yeah, I you think everybody kind of. Well, yeah, everybody kind of shares right now, so we're all kind of using, you know, with exception of maybe Nortz's commercials, but we're uh, pretty much everybody else. I mean, we're doing the uh, uh, the Nazi hell march and all that stuff, so a lot of people yeah. are using it. So, yeah, you're right, though. So it, it needs to kind of be unique to the show, so that's what I'll be working on. And most important, yeah. clarity. So, I mean, I'm sure your yep. listeners will agree. you got about 20 to 30 seconds to keep people to woo them onto the air, and if they don't like your audio, they'll – they're going to X you out. <laughs> They're not going to listen. Yeah. yeah. Audio clarity is very important. I noticed that that night. I had a lot of callers call in, my, but but I stayed steady between 10 and 15, you know, on the call board, you know, and that was it, and that's pretty good, you know, but but it jumped up and then right. it would go down. It jump up and then go down, jump up and then it go down. So people, you're right, people call in and you lose them sometimes. You're absolutely correct. You're yeah, and some of that up. may just be people that are on the move that are losing cell service and they lose a signal and they call back in. That happens to me a lot, too. So there's a lot of variables there. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, Alex Jones was having a little bit of a seizure there, wasn't he? Listen to him talk there for a while. <laughs> yeah, he makes a lot yeah, of good he, points, but uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, I, I, he, he brought up one thing that he said I found kind of interesting, how he says, well, you should just – you could take the attitude, just let them all – you know, get the jab and suffer, but then what about the children? And, you know, what yeah. what can you say about that? That's a sad state of affairs. I agree with them, but at the same time, what are you supposed to do? That's the legal parent. That's the legal guardian. You know, the children love their parents, so they're, they're going to do more than likely what the parent says. So uh, it's like I always yeah. say, I can lead a horse to water. I can't make them drink it. That's right. That's right. You know, not, you're absolutely correct on that. And, and the thing of it is, is you're right. It hits home about the kids. You know, I look at kids out there, and I was looking at my kid today. You know, I mean, I had him today, and, uh, you know, I'm at my five-year-old. And, you know, I'm looking at him. I'm like, man, what kind of world are you going to grow up in? You know, and, and it's like, you know, I, you know, I think to look at myself. You know, I'm trying to do everything I can to make it better, but I'm only one person. You know, and like you, Bert, you're out there busting your ass. Like you said, you're yeah. white. you got to work. You know, I mean, damn, man. You know, what kind of future? What are we going to be like 20 years from now ourselves? You know, we're going to be retiring 25 years from now, hopefully. You know, I mean, <laughs> what are we going to be left to? It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough, but nothing worth getting in this world has ever came easy. I believe that. Yeah. So it, it's going to be a challenge. So other people have done it. Uh, I don't think it's going to, you know, it's not impossible by any means. You just got to keep on keeping on. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you won't agree with Dr. Peter Ventura's uh, uh, philosophy there. You know, it doesn't matter. We're all going to be otter here anyway. You know, we're, we're just soldiers. Well, you know, we're just. <laughs> what, a, what a lousy attitude that is. You know, I'm yeah. supposed to just sit there and, and get on my knees and pray, which that's very important to me. I, you know, they can say what they want. I get frustrated a lot with the preaching and stuff like that. But my goal is to bring people into Christianity, not drive them away. 
and when you start preaching, you, you tend to lo- lose their interest, and I, I don't think that's good. And a lot of yeah, the, the stuff in Catholicism and stuff like that, even me, I've got my complaints. You know, I, I get the, the stupid stuff that the Catholic Church says. I mean, I, it's ridiculous. They tell me in my first marriage um, that I got married in the, the county court, and they told me that the Catholic Church told me they didn't recognize my first marriage. And then when I went to go get married in the Catholic Church in my second marriage, they told me I needed an annulment. I said, well, what do I need an annulment for if the first marriage, as far as the Catholic Church is concerned, didn't even exist? What am I annulling? Yeah. And, yeah. well, it doesn't, you know, that's just how it works. Well, that's not an explanation. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good but point. that's how yeah. they operate. Do as I say, nah, I not as know. I do. So I've definitely yep. got my frustrations, you know, there. But, I, I hey, we got to have faith. You know, I'm not going to renounce and, my and, faith. And I know on the podcast, Bert, I know on the podcast the other night, you were into it. And then, but as soon as people started preaching, I could tell you started getting a little aggravated there. You know, I heard the noise in the background and everything. I know that was you, you know. <laughs> and you were like, darn it, you know. I could tell you were getting aggravated. Because you want, you want to hear, like, what's the solution? What are we going to do? You know, right. not we're going to pray, you know? Well, we need to be praying, but we need to have the good book in one hand and a sword or a firearm to protect yeah. ourselves in the other. You right. know, plain and right. simple. It's it's not a matter of just praying there and dumping it all in God's lap and hoping that he fixes everything. Because we're all going to be doomed uh, yes. if we take that mentality. I agree. I get frustrated with that, too. You know, we, you know, preaching is good, prayer is good, but at the same time, what are you doing? It just doesn't stop on, you know, just Sunday's not the battle day, and the rest of the week we lay down, you know? I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. We've got, we got, we got to fight, you know? I mean, fight. And, and by no means when I say fight, not violence. I mean, you know, we got to get out there using the First Amendment, the law that the law allows us to use. You know, it's common sense. But that was a good show, a good podcast. That was two good ones that I did. I was excited. I was revved I up Friday night, so that's what I wanted to do on Saturday night, you know? Yeah, I thought they were great. great. Yeah. Numbers are solid. I'm going to go look at them. And, uh, yeah, heated shows, and you did it two days in a row. That's a first. Yeah, I haven't right. seen that two days in a row. <laughs> I don't think that's something even I've done with all my numbers, so good work on that. Wow. Yeah, well, well, that was good. Yeah, the two day in a row. I didn't think it was that way. Thanks, thanks for that, that little pat in the back there. I appreciate that. It's always good yeah. for the commander to give a pat in the back to the younger, younger guys out there. Credit words know. too. <laughs> I, I have, usually, usually, if I have one heated show the following night, it'll be a cooler show. It's like, okay, we got everything off our chest, but nope, you you did it two nights in a row. Yeah, it's yeah. usually it'll yeah. work That's that right. way. Yeah, or if I start over. with me, yeah. I'll have a. Yeah, I'll have a quiet show the first night and a huge show the second night. It's, I've never had it back-to-back like that, so, yeah, that was good. That's good. Well, like I said, bring attention to the platform, positive attention. That's what's, that's what's so very important, bring positive attention to the platform and wake people up and get people off their rear ends and start inquiring and checking out the website, looking, getting the, the information, and talking to your neighbor, talking to a friend. I've been doing a lot more lately, you know, uh, you know, talking to a friend, talking to a neighbor. There's different ideas. Look, man, we can, we're really smart people. We can come out of this if we use our brains and our heads and our muscle and do it the right way. We really can, you know. I mean, I just believe that. Yeah, I was reading on Gab tonight some of the um, the posts on Gab, which Gab is not the only platform I'm really on now uh, that I trust anyway. We've got other options, but that's the only one I like. And yep. uh, just because of who's running, how he runs it, because they definitely, they don't care what you put on there. As long as it's nothing illegal, they totally honor free speech. And I dig that, you know, First Amendment. But um, yeah. they somebody posted on there that uh, 
um, a Nazi does this, a national, you know, AKA National Socialist, and then thinks it's communist, does this, supports Antifa, LGBTQ, and everybody's like, well, we agree with the Nazis, but that's a toxic word. And I'm thinking to myself, well, don't agree with it then. I mean, you agree with yeah, everything we're yeah. saying, but, but I mean, you just stand there and get your ass kicked, I guess. I don't know what to tell these people. There you go, because you don't, because yeah. your, your brain has been uh, duped. Uh, you, you can't read between the lines. I don't know what to tell them. It's too rough for your little belly, I guess, than just uh, sit there and pray for QAnon, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, right, right. I'm on uh, I'm on Gab, actually, but I'm not that big on Gab. I only got, uh, I think I only got, like, nine followers and, like, 96 Gabs total. And I'm following, like, 25 people, and that's it. So I don't know. You know, I just, yeah. I think just a few months ago I set time. that up. So, but, you know. Yeah, it takes yeah, you've time been to get some while. followers and get the, um, I started on January of 2020. Uh, when okay. they, they I, I signed up because of, yeah, I signed up because uh, what was that calls into the podcast? All the Cliff was talking about it, so Cliff was talking oh, yeah. about it, so that's why I looked into it, you know. And I figured, well, I'll try it out. I don't like that Reddit though. I don't care for that Reddit too much, you know. Nah. Now, Gab, like Gab is a true free speech platform. They what's interesting about it is is the people that they use for their servers because you guys probably remember them. Who uh, was it? Parlor that got kicked off because of Amazon. Well, Gab yep, yep. actually uses uh, a company called Epic, which the NSM just used them this past year. And Epic is run by Rob Monster, and he swore up and down he would never, ever deplatform anybody due to free speech. Well, guess who got deplatformed? The NSM. By this guy. Really? He would never deplatform anybody. Yeah, true story. And he, this guy actually called me up, and uh, he made some nice little religious threats to me on the phone to me directly and told me that I need to change my ways. I was like, well, what about free speech? He's like, well, this isn't about free speech. And the whole thing got spun into preaching, kind of like that's why I think I get so frustrated with the preaching. And he just couldn't break uh-huh. my arguments. I was like, well, I don't share your views. I don't see it your way, and I'm going to continue to say what I want to say. And about two or three weeks after that, yeah, they deplatformed us, which – our tech guys, I mean, we've got the best tech guys in the world. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to swell their heads too big, but, I mean, these guys came from NASA. I mean, these guys are just, they're awesome at what they do. They're wow, not that's stupid. Great. And every that's time great. we get DOS attacked and everything else, I mean, we get 10,000 a day every 24 hours, and they can't take our site down. So these guys are on their A game. So, but yeah, yeah, your website's I mean, get awesome. back on point there. Yeah. Yeah, it's using the latest technology, HTML5 platform. So there's nothing in white nationalism that is that advanced. The so so one thing I got, one good. thing though, Bert, I got a question about though, because I, I, uh, I, you know, how do you download literature and stuff? Where I say the supporters even that are out there say, hey, you know, maybe they want to hand it out after work in the parking lot or whatnot. How, there's no, nothing on the website that you can download and, and put out there. You know, we had it and we still have the old website. Um, we do have it. They were in PDF files. They were made up. They were actually really nice. Um, we can get those again. I can get those. Uh, we've still got the old websites uh, locked away, and it's still it, it's yeah. not really dated stuff per se. It works, but I, I'm just I'm a little skeptical about the whole flyer thing. I think that's kind of okay. why I haven't pushed on them to do that. But we can get them if you want them. Just remind me, and I'll, okay. I'll get our uh, yeah. guys to get it off the old site. And just print off PDF, and you can. Go to Kinko's or print it off your own printer, 
It's, uh, yeah, you know, I'm it's always not, traveling around like, uh, too myself, myself. You know, I'm always traveling around. I get quick stuff, cards or whatever, or a pamphlet someplace. You know, I mean, I just, just, you know, what the heck? I said, that's what we should do. You know, I just believe in spreading the message. Yeah, you just got to be careful with that stuff. I mean, none of our stuff really has any symbolism or swastikas on it. It's actually really nice stuff. Um, it's just got the name of the organization on it, the address, um, but basically about preserving your race, and it's got you know, really pretty pictures of white folks out in the wilderness, and uh, like yeah. I said, no swastikas, nothing like that on it, so it's good stuff. Okay. I mean, yeah, and always be careful. Always use your head. Anybody that's out there listening or anybody's going to take the advice, you know, always use your head. Use your brain. You know, don't ever do anything that's going to hurt anyone else or even if you disagree with Bert or me or anybody, you know, just, uh, you know, it's not wise. It's not something to do. I know there's a lot of jerks and provocateurs out there, but, you know, that's not what we're about. So, but, hey, Bert, what do you want me to play here? I know you, you, you know, so you uh, at the end too. here. Yep. yep, go ahead. Different states have different laws for stuff like that, so you got to be very careful. You know, you can inadvertently go up to – you know, somebody. Yep, I'm losing them. I'm losing them. Yep. Yeah, different states, different laws. You're absolutely now? correct. Yeah, I can hear you now. I can hear yeah. you back again. I started losing you. But you were saying something about different states, different laws. You're absolutely right. Protect your state law, town, and ordinances, yep. if anything, if, whenever you want to pass anything out or spread. Even though the First Amendment should be, like, uniform and lateral all the way around the board. But, you know, hey. Every state's different. Uh, yeah. Bert, what do you want me to play at the yeah, end here? Are. I know you're a big one on uh, music here at the end or whatnot. Usually you hang up right away. But wait, anything uh, anything you like on my platform that I usually play? Because I know you're like a, you know, a big one there about attention, you know? Uh, I honestly don't know. Um, some of your commercials, like I told you, they're real clear, and I can understand some of them. Others, I, when the people are talking, I can't understand anything they're saying, just like the one gotcha. a while ago that you were playing, I was listening to the guy and the gal. I can understand the guy real good, but the girl, that, I don't know if she was on the phone or uh, webcast or what, but I couldn't understand hardly anything she was saying. But uh, gotcha. if you need gotcha. help with that, just let me know. But, yeah, no special requests, just uh, some good All right. as always. All right, then. Well, i got three minutes here. We'll play the old uh, Ron Paul stuff or whatever. This one should be good audio. I mean, it's downloaded through Blog Talk, so it should be good. But, hey, thanks for calling in, Burton, and then a, a couple other private callers no that problem. called in tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. And, uh, man, God bless the Republic, 88. And uh, be, uh, be, be strong and stand vigilant and keep fighting because, you know what, hey, in the end, we're gonna, we'll achieve good. We'll always prevail over evil, always. It, it always will if we do the right thing. Take care, everybody. Be safe Amen. out there. What if the American people woke up and understood that the official reasons for going to war are almost always based on lies and promoted by war propaganda in order to serve special interests. What if we as a nation came to realize that the quest for empire eventually destroys all great nations? What if the American people learned the truth? The FBI has foiled about 17 plots to kill Americans during the past 10 years. What it will not tell you is that there have been 20 foiled plots and of them, three were interrupted by members of the public. The 17 that were interrupted by the feds were created by the feds. Why do we pay the government to trick us into believing it is keeping us safe? What if a government that manipulated us could be fired? What if a government that lacked the true and knowing consent of the governed could be dismissed? What if it were possible to have a real game changer? What if we need a Ron Paul to preserve and protect our freedoms from the government? 
What if we can make elections matter again? What if you could love your country, but hate what the government has done to it? What if sometimes to love your country, you had to alter or abolish the government? What if Jefferson was right? What if that government is best which governs least? What if I'm right? What if the government is wrong? What if it is dangerous to be right when the government is wrong? What if it is better to perish fighting for freedom than to live as a slave? What if freedom's greatest hour of danger is now? It's critical that every citizen of this country rise up and do something because the day of reckoning is at hand and time is running out. Unless we do something, um, we're going to get the government that we deserve. How did you let this happen? Wake up out there. You know, it's your children. Don't you care? Uh, look what these people are doing to you. There are 200 million adults in this country. Why we are letting them get away with what they are, why we're not marching in the streets. Do everything in your power to restore freedom and your individuality back to America. Stop being a country run by the institutions for the institutions. Let's go back to we the people, by the people, for the people. You have to stop being scared. You have to stand up and do what's necessary to take back, to stop these bankers, these elite, this government full of lies, congressmen full of liars. And the Federal Reserve. And the fractional banking system. And the Fed. Elect Ron Paul and the war. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel.